Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Clifton. And we're keeping you in the loop with the guitar community. This episode's brought to you by our Patreon. So we got cool people who like give us money so we can do this stuff. Which we'd still do it even if you didn't give us money. But it always makes it a lot more fun when you give us money um so go check out our patreon the uh, go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and there's different tiers you can give us different amounts of money we won't be upset i think there's like a minimum and if you hit that i'm still a happy camper and i don't even like camping so uh all right and then so as you can tell there's a different voice doing the intro chris uh is not here yet again so if you ever see Chris online in the hallways, give him the stink eye. But we've got Clifton from the Clifton Worley show. And I mean, that's like the big thing. And you're doing whirly birds and you're doing pedals with spruce effects, all this cool stuff. Yeah. I've been busy. And then, and now I saw you post the other day and it was like perfect timing because I was like, man, we last, our last episode was we love you, Clifton. And I was like, we should get Clifton on the show. And you put up a post. You're like, uh, if anyone wants me on the show, hit me up. And I was just like, that is perfect timing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, kind of excited to be on a show where I'm not having to um, steer the boat. So. Yeah, you're not doing the interview. Yeah. I'm going to interview you. <laughs> it's like the episode of The Office. Like, I thought I was conducting the interview. <laughs> you said when I walked in here, I was conducting the interview. <laughs> I, you know what? Actually, Clifton, this is you've you've been bamboozled. I actually had you on the show to interview me. <laughs> Could you imagine if that was like your shtick? <laughs> it was like you go on people's show just to interview the host. That honestly would be probably one of the funniest things ever. That would be hilarious. All right, next next week we're gonna have Clifton on. He's gonna interview me. <laughs> but actually, I was on your show and you did interview me. So you can go check out Clifton's show and how he interviews. Um, the best part about Clifton's show is you've just got that like so calming voice. It's like I don't know. It's like when I listen to your show, I'm just like, it's peaceful. It reminds me of like sitting in a like a study at your house, smoking a pipe, and just listening to a record well, player. Like it's like classic. Well, it's easy for me because all I have to do is listen and then pipe in every now and then. So it's perfect. See, I couldn't be like I couldn't do an interview show. I like having people on and I like interacting and interviewing, but usually when we have people on, like we're about to do, you help, you do the gear news with me and everything. And we just kind of chit chat. Like I couldn't be in an interview because if someone just kept talking, I'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh man, I missed the level. You'd be like, what are you doing? Nothing, nothing, nothing. I don't keep going. <laughs> I'm too ADD to be the guy who listens all the time. But uh, yeah, go check out Clifton's show. It's a lot of fun. So we're going to move on to our what's new. Clifton, you actually do have some new gear. I do. Um, well, obviously, of course, and some of you have seen it because you have one. Uh, the I, the I Bird, um, with I did a collab with Spruce FX. I think we released that about a month and a half ago. Um, yeah. And Well, there's an, epi- there's an episode that I played it. So go check out one of the episodes where I actually played it on air. It was, it just, it sounds fantastic. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, I think I did a little Instagram clip of that. So, um, but yeah, so, um, I've been 
I, I've been working with him a really long time, and and if you want to listen to, I've got an episode where I talk with Brian from Spruce Effects. Uh, it's pretty recent. Um, if you want to dig in deep to what that pedal's about and all the concept, but basically, I've been working since about Nam last year behind the scenes um, on this, and we uh, right after Winter Nam kind of. Uh, pulled the trigger and then it was all like getting the the prototype like getting it to production and you know getting all the graphics and um paul pennington did he have to send you one and like you had to say oh yeah i really like this yeah and we went up paul pennington did the graphics uh oh really yeah, oh that's from cool. um flipping flippers yeah paul was on the show yeah and uh, so, if you need if you need graphics, he's a good guy to hit up. Those graphics are great because it just reminds me of like the like seventies Vietnam movies, <laughs> like Born in the Fourth of July, Apocalypse Now. It just or maybe like closer to eighties. It has like eighties feel, but it's just really I love the graphics and the thing that's the sleeper on this pedal. And I keep telling everyone is the gain in mm-hmm. it. It sounds just lush and thick, and it it can get like really high gain, which I I love. I crank it. Mm-hmm. I love cranking it and just using that pedal by itself. It just and it like compresses and it just has this nice feel. I I he I think I messaged Brian and was like, "What pedal is this?" And he's like, "It's not in a pedal." And I was just like, "This needs to be in a pedal." Yeah. Like that, that, that's like, I, cause usually whenever they do something like that pedal, the tremolo's the pedal and then it's got the gain stage. So usually they borrow the gain stage from somewhere else and the tremolo's like the thing that they're working on. But you know, that's just, that's specific to that pedal. So if you want that lush gain, you have to buy that pedal. Yeah. And, um, and I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's a variant of a, um, range master, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but and he talks about the differences in that episode I did with him, but it's it basically helps. It's a top boost, so it it pushes some of those frequencies that kind of gets buried when you use a tremolo. Yes, well, yeah, because anytime you play, that's a that's a big thing um, when you play with a tremolo. Uh, so a lot of people th- think that there's a volume drop, and sometimes there is, but a lot of it is the frequencies that cut through mm-hmm. and that you hear really well those go down yeah and so he i guess you know i guess with that you know top end that uh or with the top boost it just kind of helps it push through so i i used it this past week at church uh we were playing good good father and i slapped that on got it and it the light blinks with the tempo so i actually got the tempo lined up um and it was just right on it was great yeah um that's that's been fun i i saw like this last sunday i think you and then michael newman um Mm -hmm. both had them on their pedal boards you guys had them uh for sunday which i think is amazing um that you're churching it um oh yeah yeah. hardcore yeah it's 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 been a lot of fun seeing all the places that that it lands yeah it's 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 a really cool pedal I mean, it's just great. And then I think you got something else because I saw the live stream of this and it made me want one. Yeah. So um, I've been 
kind of uh, it, this this was a lot different idea, but I had a DS one that like I have a cousin that kind of gave up playing guitar, and he messaged me and was like, "Hey, I'm in a sin." Via your mom and dad, uh, this bag full of bunch of music junk that I'm trying to get rid of. And I was like, okay. And uh, it had a DS1 in it. And I was like, well, I'm not really a big fan of the DS1. I've had them and, you know, I always end up like getting rid of them because the, I have better. The DS1 is yeah. that pedal that you get and you're like, oh, I forgot how this is not as bad. And then after a week, you're like, never mind. It's it's still that bad. Yeah, it, and you, you get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, it, it has a very specific sound, and it's kind of, a to me, a one-trick pony. The weirdest thing I've ever found was the fact that Joe Satriani like, used a DS1, like <laughs> hardcore. I think he still uses one. And it's just insane. That's like one of those pedals that like everyone has to buy and sell at one point yeah, in their yeah. life. I mean, they're so so daggum cheap that um you know why not but i knew i did you can get a yeah. you can get a steak dinner you can't like it's cheaper than a steak dinner like that's you can get them for 20 25 bucks yeah, yeah. all day every day yeah it, it's just one of those things um and i thought about taking it apart and modding it and i really don't have time to jump into that mm-hmm. and so um i kind of just put it out there hey who, who wants to do something cool with this and sean over at Lollygagger contacted me and he was like, look, um, I, I want to prototype some ideas because um, I want to, you know, offer some mods for these types of pedals. And he was like, just send it to me and um, we'll work something out, you know. And so um, I don't remember how long it was, but, you know, it wasn't like crazy long time. And um, he, he would send me videos of Hey, I'm doing this, and I think I saw a video. I don't know if it was the same DS one. I think he did a live video with it too, didn't he? Yeah, it probably was it. it. Yeah. yeah, and um, he he would he would send me these teaser videos and be like, "Look, this is what I'm doing." And um, at one point he sent it to me, and then sent it back, and finally got it back again. And and so what it what it does is. Basically, he's got something called a cherry pit mod in it, mm-hmm. and what it does is it's kind of got like a voltage starve knob, and it's 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 mounted on the right side of the pedal, so it kind of sticks out a little bit. But it's a pot yeah. that it's if you roll it back, it it starts starving it and makes it like a very sputtery, gatey type fuzz. And that's a lot of fun to do with some pedals because I've got a True Tone CS12 power supply mm-hmm. and one of the slots has a 9 volt to 4 volt sag. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so, he, so he, he not only put that in there, but he had a, um, he put a foot, a foot switch to turn that part of the circuit on and off. And um, so he basically did that. I, uh, I don't know what he did to refine the circuit. But he has a, there's a toggle switch at the top that does like no, it, it's like. The clipping? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, I want to say like a germanium clipping and then like mm-hmm. a no clipping at all and mm-hmm. then like an asymmetrical clipping. 
and That's and so cool. you get a lot of options and then it's fun to it's fun to turn the cherry pit on and then use those different clipping mo- uh, options too i mean they all have, they've mm-hmm. all got different sounds it's really fun um one of the first things i did with it is i goosed that in front of my um whirly bird okay and uh, that was a lot of fun yeah that sounds like it'd be crazy yeah it turned into just straight up like noise generator like like uh you could make crazy like little um you could almost make like uh arpeggio type sounds with the tremolo and um so i gotta find a way to do that but i think it'd be fun to kind of play around with that a little bit dude get that get a bass behind it instead of guitar mm-hmm. yeah that would like, be get that that'd nice be like, sputtery fuzz and that oh dude like kind of almost getting that like synth craziness You're, you'll be playing nine inch nails in no time <laughs> yeah and it's pushing me to do some things i've never done you know it, when i when you play it and you, you think you and i've had people tell me that well this kind of sounds like john fargerty you know that kind of yeah. sound but it can do so much more and um it's just really a it's a cool tool that's um it's kind of like you go through your like like somebody's toolbox and you see different tools mm-hmm. and sometimes some of them are odd and kind of do different things and and that's why like yeah tremolo is a thing i mean like tr2 you know it it does a thing and it does it very well this is different this this is kind of like an oddball um you're not gonna find something that's exactly like this and so um whether or not it fits your rig or not you know that's up to you but it it, it it's uh, it's definitely a fun pedal oh yeah I, I i've completely enjoyed every second i've had it i as soon as i got it the thing went on my board that's awesome um, all right, and then so we'll keep moving. Oh, it's mine. What's new? So I put on here. I put too much. <laughs> I went. I went yard sale, yard sale on this past weekend, um, and I got some. I got a bunch of random crap. I love. Be, I love yard sales because it's pretty much like if I ever have one, I'm just gonna put on the sign. Our crap can be your crap, because <laughs> that's how I feel. Like I so I. I had a feeling that I was going to find some cool stuff. If you ever go yard sailing, there's those weekends when you wake up and you're like, I feel like an old person right now because I actually do this almost every weekend. Um, you wake up and you're just like, eh, I don't think I'm going to find anything, but I just want to kind of go out and roam around. I might find something cool. And then there's those Saturday mornings when you wake up early at 630. You got your breakfast already in you and you're like, oh, I'm going to get something awesome. That was this past weekend. That's how I felt. Um, I got... I felt like I was going to find some guitar stuff. Yeah. And I actually found some cool things. Um, I did find a guitar, and I bought it kind of because I felt bad for the guy. Um, it, it was 10 bucks. It was... Hold on. One it's a brand called Elger. Oh, it was... Yeah. They, they had them in the 70s. I'm guessing it's kind of like a Montgomery Ward magazine or like... I can't find anything about the model or anything. Someone, it looks like someone took the piece of paper inside that has all the information out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a $10 acoustic. And it kind of reminds me of my 70s Alvarez. Okay. And so I spent 10 bucks there. I got a really cool old 
I think it's from the 50s Zenith uh, tube radio. I saw that. That that really got my attention. Five dollars. That's amazing. And it's funny because when I bought it, I didn't think, oh, it's a tube radio. I just said, oh, that's a really cool looking radio. That's something that you could just keep around and it's old and it looks cool. So I got home, I plugged it in and I'm like, oh man, it doesn't work. And then 15 seconds later, I started hearing noise. I was like, D-. I was like, it's a tube radio. It's like they had to warm up. I kind of felt stupid for a second. Like I'm a guitar snob and I couldn't even like recognize that it was probably tubes. Um, but it's really neat. I don't, it has such a crystal clean sound. I was thinking about looking at it and seeing about making like a little tiny amplifier or something like that. Mm-hmm. I really don't want to mess with it because it seems to be an original. Everything. Yeah. I've had a couple of, uh, well, I know I've had at least one tube radio. I've messed around with some. Um, and I don't, I don't like to mess with those because I don't know about that, the Zenith, but a lot of those have like, um, old 40 style wiring where everything's point to point but it's like literally like mm-hmm. a like a hornet's nest inside those chassis yeah well and it's it is a zenith which is probably one of the bigger names that you can think of in like radios mm-hmm. and stuff like that it's a company that's been around forever so i i don't want to mess with it i i thought it was a cool find for five dollars i also got what i don't know what it is i posted it in 60 cycle hum and i tagged ed chu it looks like a old school like multimeter or like a some sort of current reader, um, and I'm gonna actually send that off to Ed Chu, and he's gonna do something cool for me with That's it. That's sweet, yeah. Because I, I really want it to be where I, I I think I'm gonna put a Dan Echo in it. Okay. And if if there's enough room, I think he might sneak a fuzz in there or something. Oh man, yes. Because. What I want to do is I want to be able to set it. I don't want to turn it into a pedal. I want to keep it as like a carry box. Mm-hmm. The wood has to go. The wood's old and, and disheveled. and But I want to keep it where I can set it like on top of my Kemper or something mm-hmm. and run it in the effects loop or something. Just something cool. And I think I might talk to him about it, see if he can get it to light up when it turns on and all that. It'd be really neat. Um, so I've got to send that off. I'm trying to think of other... I got more... Dan and Electro pedals because I collect them and it's a cheap collection. Uh, I got the Dan Electro Free Speech, which is the talk box. Yeah, yeah. Which which sucks. Um, <laughs> if you ever have a chance to buy one of those, don't. Uh, but I had to buy one because I've got to finish my collection. And it needs to be modded. It needs to have more volume coming out. And I, and there's a lot of volume bleed out of the casing. So if you don't know how the top box works, you plug your guitar in, and inside that pedal is usually it's pretty much like a, a speaker, like a little mini amplifier. But the volume goes through a tube into your mouth, and you use the shape of your mouth to create, you know, words with the sound coming out of your mouth. It's kind of like talking, but instead of you providing the sound, the guitar is providing the sound into your mouth, mm-hmm. and you push that back the sound comes out of your mouth into a microphone which that seems way more complicated i was i was trying to explain this to the people at lowe's because i had to go there to get a tube for the talk box Mm -hmm. and after a while after like a minute the lady's just looking at me i'm like you know peter frampton she goes oh yeah uh good luck with that it seems to make you really happy and i about died (laughs) so i was just like i turned into one of those people who is just so into this that I'm like telling random strangers 
because when you walk into Lowe's holding a guitar pedal because I had to make sure it was the right size, you get weird looks. Yeah, yeah. And, but I got that. I got the Dan Electro, the Danomatic tuner. I actually got two of those. I got one in the cream color that it normally comes in, and then there's a rare or a more rare red color, and I found one of those that had the full box and everything, and I had to get one of those. I'm trying to think what else I got because it just I just had a crazy week with guitars. I think that's it. It feels like there's more. But that yeah, that's about it. Um, let's see. Let's move on to gear news. So some of the cool stuff that's happening. Um, Cowerfest is about to happen. How soon is that? It's this weekend, actually. Uh, well, I don't know oh, which gosh. day this, uh, this airs, but um, uh, I think. This will air tomorrow. It's on which, the so it's Tuesday for us. It's Wednesday for you. The 8th is this, this Saturday, the 8th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. So um, if you don't have tickets already, uh, it's way too late. <laughs> Unless you live like five minutes down the road, I guess. Yeah. I even like I was looking at it and, and, and I mean, I've got some points that I need to get rid of or they're fixed at Spar, but I don't have enough to get out to Sacramento. So you can fly, you can fly into Nashville and we'll meet up for a weekend <laughs> before Nam. I don't know why we'd have to do it so close to Nam, but our summer Nam. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, we're gonna that's that's like it's like pre-party what is that called pre-gaming we're gonna pre-game nashville we're gonna go get some hot chicken before so we can test it out we can be like no guys no we're not doing that this year we're doing a different place we're having cower fest over in tennessee yeah yeah let's you know what doug if you happen to listen to this next year cower fest my backyard let's just if we could do that i will be there yeah that's amazing yeah i i'm a little i'm a little envious but you know what? I don't. I don't think. I think I was like the only Eastern dude that even went last time they had Cowerfest. So. Yeah, I remember you went, and like, I I would love to go, but, yeah, being like the East Coast, are, well, we're kind of like Southeast, yeah. Southeast, it's so hard to get out there, and you know what? The gas prices scare me. I'm just gonna say it. I don't yeah. know if I could look. Yeah, I um, I think last when I was in tracy california last year i think i paid like uh good grief it was like three and a half bucks or something like that for a gallon dude i just paid uh like 225 today i was pretty excited about that um oh dude you know what we can do we can smuggle some plastic straws and sell them (laughs) that that does get on my nerves big time on the west coast I felt I felt really bad. I've, so I'm the farthest west I've ever been is actually Nashville. I've I've never gone west coast. I'd love to go. It, it's just not really feasible. I've got three kids, and those little jerks want to eat three times a day. And Clifton, you've got seventy eight kids, <laughs> and <laughs> not really. You've got a few kids. Yeah, um, I've, got, I've got four, and um, they already. I don't like. I go. I like go grocery shopping, and like I'm like, oh, this is enough food, and like it's they like just go through it like dude and it's summer break yeah they no school <laughs> at least the school was helping me out with one meal a day <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're cutting into my income <laughs> well they uh yeah i've always wanted to go over there um so but i think a lot of people will be sharing you should check it out and it's really cool i think you said doug's teasing a new style guitar or something yeah like i that. think it's called i could be wrong i think it's the shoreliner 
you're spreading misinformation, Doug's going to send you a message. Please don't say that ever again. People keep asking me about it. All, all three people who listened to the effects loop were asking me about it. We got uh, dozen, a half a dozens and dozens, right? I've got, we've got dozens of listeners. There's dozens of them. I don't know. We'll, we'll make it big one day. We'll get 14. Uh, uh, all right, so uh, next was something. So we already talked about Series Effects with the Whirly Bird. Um, they're also teaming up with Dirge Effects or Dirge Electronics. Yeah, um, and he had told me about this. Uh, basically, Dirge, what their deal is, what their shtick is, is they do these, um, he, he does these casings, and instead of, like, screen printing them, he, like, does etching into the um the metal enclosures like with colors and stuff yeah or is it i think it is and um he kind of like digs in at different layers and uses it to build art that way so it's it's very like unique um you won't see anybody else doing exactly what this guy's doing yeah and uh so so you can look up dirge like on instagram and look at some of their stuff and then so basically Brian's done a collaboration, which Brian is like um, the collaboration dude right now. Like, he just um, yeah works with anybody, even even me. So uh, if he'll work with me, he'll work with anybody. I'll keep that in mind. I'm going to send Brian a message. I'll be like, I heard you worked with Clifton Worley. <laughs> if, he, if he can <laughs> survive, work with me, he, can, he can yeah work with anybody. I I don't think I could work well doing a collaboration on a pedal because. I think I just have, not saying people who do this don't have respect, I think I have like a, I guess an irrational, not irrational, but an over sense of like, don't want to hurt the person's feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just, I don't, I don't want to be like, yeah, I, I do, that does not sound like anything I would ever play. Or I couldn't imagine ever saying anything like that, which I'm sure you didn't. I'm sure, no, I'm sure people have a nice way of saying things, but I feel like a pedal builder would be frustrated with me because they would want like feedback and i'd be like no it just sounds it sounds great they're like no but what do you think about this i'm like it sounds it sounds great well the one thing he kept telling me and um because i you know i don't i don't really i'm not a very dynamic person and uh he would send send me oh i'm doing this i'd be like that's cool and he'd be like well that's not good enough like i was wanting you know like (laughs) it's like well yeah well i mean you know like uh, I think it's pretty cool, and uh, had to kind of <laughs> tell him, look, look, like, just because there's like a lack of exclamation marks, like, we're good, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I I think I might be like the extreme other way. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. And he's like, just shut up, you you. Yeah. It that wasn't even that was a DS one I recorded. Yeah. <laughs> I was just testing you. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll move on to the next cool little thing. Um. I saw this, and I will. I just kind of want to know if you know who this is. So there's a pedal company called Prescription Electronics. Apparently, they're announcing a return. Okay. Have you ever have you ever heard of them? I'm looking them up. There's they're they're in Portland. What if it's like Mr. Black, and he like went in and did it again? Like no one knows. Prescription Electronics. They've only got 13, 14 followers now because I just followed them. Well, they've been defunct since the 90s. Yeah, that's all I see, and it's got a bunch of pictures of uh, transistors. 
Are you looking? My phone just died, so I'll take your word for it. All right, well, um, there's a bunch of cool pedals that looks like. They've got a Octafuzz. Actually looks like a pretty cool. I always thought it was always neat whenever the pedal has like the, they have the switches on top, but the knobs are on the side. Okay. It looks pretty cool. Um, but yeah, right, good luck to you guys. Welcome back. Uh, I love how we went from knowing stuff and then we're just like, yeah, no, they're back. All right. Um, all right. So next on the really cool list was actually uh, Squatch just did a pel run of Pelotars with a wooden top. And if you don't know who Squatch is, Squatch is like a subsidiary, like maybe like cousin of Sinusoid. Mm -hmm. It's owned by the same people. But they do different things. Uh, Sinusoid does cables. Squatch does wood stuff. They've done pedal boards. Um, now they did uh, the Pelotar with a wood top. They're doing straps. Um, and, and a lot of their stuff looks really cool. Yeah, uh, that was a super, super limited run. And um, I mean, ten of went them. away like, um, like nobody's business. Fast. Yeah. So it, I wonder if it's going to go resell crazy. I'm sure it will. Um, I think there's enough cult following of those to for people to go bananas over it. How come we're not doing more wood topper pedals? What if they just? What if Creation started making like wood toppers for like your <laughs> your like Strymans and your Big Skies? You know what? That's not a bad idea. Hold on, I gotta make a phone call. <laughs> John. I, I like put out the the creation bat signal, John. Crazy idea, pedal toppers for pedals. Well, I pitched. That's I tried to pitch an idea to Pelican one time, because I actually saw this when I visited you at, up at Oak Ridge. Mm -hmm. There's this like Pellissippi, um, Pellissippi Parkway, yeah, dude. And I was like, you need to have a pedal called the Pellissippi, you know, and like, and he's like, oh cool thanks <laughs> i was like no nah, he doesn't he doesn't get it so yeah now dude the the pellissippi speedway if you ever drive on that that's that's like the redneck autobahn <laughs> dude it's, we all have a name there's like there's a bunch of roads where i'm from that just have our own little country nicknames there's alcoa highway which we call i'll kill you highway yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then we got pellissippi parkway which is interstate 140 but we call it, it's called the Pellissippi Parkway, also known as Pellissippi Speedway, also known as the Redneck Audubon. Um, <laughs> there's a there's a bunch, because people in Tennessee are nuts when it comes to driving. Well, they're all drive. they're probably all driving like uh, GMC or Ford, like oversized trucks. And it's like the attitude, I know it is around here. The attitude is if you get in a wreck, it's like it hurts you. So. Well, no, it's not even that, like we do have a lot of, I mean, I've got a, Toyota Tundra. I've got a bigger size truck. Um, it's not like a, oh, I'm sorry about that down there size truck, but it's like a, just, there's a lot of actually small speedy cars because like near us, we've got the dragon, which is like 316 turns and three miles. Mm -hmm. It's something crazy. And a lot of these like European cars love to zip through there. And like that's one of the things because we got a lot of twists and turns around mountains and stuff. Because I live like pretty close to the Smoky Mountains, like 15 minutes I'm in the Smoky okay. Mountains. And 
So a lot of people like to speed through the Smoky Mountains. There's just twisty roads and everything. So believe it or not, there's a lot. There's a really big like European car stuff. And then we've got a lot of Harleys too, because the motorcycles like to go through there. And yeah, uh, we've got uh, the Harley Smoky Mountain Harley Davidson's like one of the most popular Harley Davidson shops. They've got the shed where a lot of artists come through. I saw a No Name Henson there. I don't know if you know who Mm-mm. that is. Um, he's a like kind of a rockabilly Halloween thing. Don't ask okay. me, but it, it it works. Yeah, I bet it does. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's kind of like Dead Elvis. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, how did we get here? What are we? We were talking about, about the Squatch oh, Pelotor, Pel- Yeah. Okay. Okay. We, we've got to Leon. Then we got to Pellissippi. All right. I was trying to figure out how we got there. Where I'm talking about No Name Henson. Um, but yeah. Uh, if you get your hands on one of those, good luck. Because <laughs> I know Roger Williams got one, and he's a really big pedal collector. For He collects a lot of Keeley, and uh, I think he owns everything that Lollygagger has put out and probably everything that Pelican Noiseworks has put out. I was, I was actually – I actually – was about to get one but i already have a limited edition pelotar i've got a pink one so i was like mm, i can't really imagine spending the money i just wanted the cool box yeah yeah that well they have that and then i think from time to time i know there was there's a buzz that there may be i don't know i hate to be a spoiler on this there may be another possibly i could be wrong uh, run of the Pelotar and and the um, Gigantum drive. Ooh, I want one of and, those. And that's the thing is like, I I bet when they do that, like I'm not gonna have the money to, to jump on it. They always do it at like the worst mm-hmm. times for me. They're like, we're doing it Monday at noon. I'm like, I don't get paid till Wednesday at 8 a.m. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. I'll, I was lucky that I did. There was one limited edition pedal that I like messaged the builder and I was like, listen, I am good for it. Give me 24 hours. Save me one. And they're like, I got you. Yeah. And I was able to get it. So, I, you know, if, if you're into that sort of thing, that's what I would look for. Uh, yeah. Time to start saving some money. If I'm getting another Pelotar, that's what it's going to be. And it's black. Mm-hmm. And I always wanted a black one. It, but uh, Leon told me he's like, yeah, I don't plan on doing black for a while. He's like, but I'm doing pink, and I was like, yeah, that's that's my jam. Yeah. And, let's see, and then let's okay. So this next thing has been like running around the internet right now, and I figured Clifton Worley would be a great person to get an opinion on this. Okay. All right, so Robert Smith from The Cure. I don't know if you've ever really listened to The Cure. It doesn't seem like you're coming. Not, not really. I'm a, I'm aware of who they are. Yeah. <laughs> he's. Uh, I, I personally like the cure. I got, I got really big into them mostly because of, uh, I watched a lot of early South park uh-huh. and one of the lines they yelled was the, or Robert Smith was in, I think the movie or in one of like the first seasons and they're like, disintegration's the best album ever. And I had to go listen to it and it's a phenomenal album if you're into that. Um, but yeah, so he went on stage, uh, he's playing, uh, they're doing the disintegration tour pretty much where that's all they're going to play is the disintegration album. Um, 
but he's playing with line six spiders. Okay. On tour. These are the newer spiders, it looks like. Um, but a lot of people are just kind of blowing their mind. Well. I- what, what do you, so well, here's my thing. At what point do you think, um, number one, the cure, I mean, you're, you're aware of who they are. You could assume that they've got money. They're doing a big tour. They'd be able to afford, you know, a decent back line. But what, so what do you think like about big names using what we consider entry level gear? Well, I have to say this. I've not played the brand new spiders. They've mm-hmm. got to be better than they were. Like, if you think about this, like, Line 6 has got the um, the the Helix line and all this stuff, and everybody's wanting that. But, like, it's got to filter down to where this technology... You're getting some decent yeah. quality and the low... Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, and Robert Smith's been known not to use, like, top-of-the-line stuff. For the longest time, he used a Roland Jazz, a Roland Jazz Chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, he used a Line 6 Flextone Plus... He used uh, Super Black Magic, and but he's also used a Roland Cube, the ADGX. So he's not number one. He's not loyal to a certain amp. It's not like when you think of the Va- or you think of the Edge, you think of a AC30. Um, when you think of uh, Slash, you think of a Marshall. I mean, he's kind of done a little bit of everything. And but so you've never really listened to the Cure. I don't really think of them as being like known for their tone. Yeah, I think you don't know like what kind of deal he was approached with. That's true too. I'll play. Listen, if Line Six like gave me money, my Kemper's going away. I'll play Spiders. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I would too. Like when when you're at that level and say you don't care. I mean, like there's obviously like the guys are going to be like, I, you can't pay me enough money not to play X Y Z amp or whatever, but. Um, Dude, my my loyalty goes out the door at like four thousand. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's got to be some kind of deal. That's that's all I gotta say. It's kind of like. Uh, so so you think that's money motivated? Yeah, I think kind of like you think about like the Grateful Dead. Was it Bob Weir that was playing? Mm-hmm. Like uh, what was he playing? D'Angelico is the thing he really had a. Yeah, and it's like, um, you know, there's way better guitars than that. There, to me, like those aren't better than like Epiphone. Actually, it not as not as well made in my opinion, and it's kind of like they're they're oh. well enough to play. Throw in shade. I am Clifton Worley. Getting controversial. It how it is. I don't do this on my show, so I'm gonna go be That's controversial right. he, on somebody else's show. He's like, I'm going over to Diaz's show, and I'm gonna <laughs> mess some stuff up. D- mess it up before I can. That's fine with me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's got to be one of those kind of deals. I don't think so. I think that he's just, I don't know. I don't think, number one, I think for the tone that he gets, pretty much any amp will do. <laughs> like, yeah. it's nothing special. I mean, all he needs is a Boss CE2 um, some or some sort of chorus, and that's it. And then a nasty distortion or fuzz. Like, that's pretty much his sound. Um, and, I just... And if you're if you're playing, and I'm sure, like, the spider's got to be, like, probably, like, 100-plus watt, I would imagine. Um, 
and maybe multiple speakers in the cab. I'm not sure what the rig is. But if you're just wanting like a clean bass tone to, you know, add your little layer of icing on, I think it'd be okay. Yeah. It's reliable, I'm sure. For the longest time, I had a Line 6 Spider that I used to use at home. Just I'd plug in to... I'd leave an amp at church and in, in my Line 6 Spider at home. Um, but they don't, they don't sound horrible. The cleans can actually sound good because they give you a nice flat... I'm not going to say flat rate, flat response, but they give you a really nice flat layer to start building your tone on. Yeah, I, I, still, have, um, I still have my Spider from like 15 years ago. And, um, it, the clean tone on it sounds pretty good. I don't like, what I don't like about it is the, uh, I think Wampler, Brian Wampler did a really good YouTube video on them and how to dial those in to use with pedals because by default, I know the old ones, they aren't, they aren't very good. Like you throw a pedal in front of it and they Mm -hmm. start sounding really funky and weird. Yeah, they get they have they get this like little like wall sound. I don't know how to like describe it, yeah. but I that's the best way. Just like wall. And, and like, the other thing about those those amps, and I don't know why, because I mean, you realize like everybody wants a Vox or a Fender or a whatever tone, right? They don't want their EQs to be so full of range that you start getting into some weird territory, right? Like, yeah. like on a Fender or a, or a Vox, like those, those EQ settings are just messing with it by a few decibels, right? Mm-hmm. So you get into like, like a line six where the range is so full that you get into quacky or terrible, uh, thumpy mids, um, that you don't want kind of like a flubby sound yeah i guess that's about yeah, yeah. That, that little flub push where you're just kind of like where did that you know kind so of you can get into trouble with that amp like if you don't know what you're doing yeah and so you've got a you got to know how to set those and compensate correctly so so clifford says only professionals need to use these amps guys which is I'm a paradox crazy. because why would a professional want to use that amp why do we? Why are we building these amps? You know what, Clifton, <laughs> Summer Nam, me and you, Line Six protest. We're gonna get picket signs. We're gonna signs. confront them. We're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> why are you the way you are? <laughs> Look, honestly, no, I'm just kidding. Line Six actually was great f- to us at Summer Nam last year, and uh, they they were really cool. I got I got distracted because there was pianos nearby, and Clifton, you're, you you tickle some ivories too. Been known to, uh, but yeah, tickle that a little bit. <laughs> I just found our episode title. I gotta write this down. I've been known to tickle that a little bit. Um, uh, but uh, they, uh, there was pianos nearby, and it was funny because I actually plugged it in, and I didn't realize that. I thought I was listening to the headphones, but it's just so crazy in there that um, I didn't realize that I couldn't hear the headphones i thought i just couldn't hear at all <laughs> the headphones weren't plugged in and scott was recording me play and i was just like oh hi there because i'm a i'm a very basic piano player i could make it through something if i need yeah i've to. heard I you know, play so 
you're you're solid. By if by I don't know how solid I am. I know all the chords. Yeah. Not like all the chords, but I, I could make it through. Um, if you give me a sustained pedal and some pads, I can play any worship set you ever need. Give me that transpose button. <laughs> that's that's all you need. That's all you need. It's like a capo for <laughs> piano. It's great. Uh, all right. So really quick, um, we've actually we've actually talked for a lot longer than I thought we would have. Uh, but here, all right. So we'll talk about let's talk about your backline. Um, what would be what are you playing with right now for as a, your main amp? My only like real amp that I that I play, have right now that I own is is a Princeton. Okay. Oh, you got rid of the Living Tone? Yeah. Yeah, I traded the Living Tone for Princeton's um, limited edition. Oh, nice. And uh, so, what? What? All right. So, Princeton, that's a really good amp. That's like a solid, solid amp choice. What? What's your? If you show up to a gig, what would be the best thing for you to find there? Like, uh, you're talking about like just random gig. Uh, what I want to be there yeah yeah all right so clifton you're gonna come jam with us tonight at uh ralph's bar mm-hmm. like even though i mean i'm not saying that you're going to the bar but uh say i i invite you to come out and i'm like uh don't worry we've got an amp what would be the ideal thing for you to walk into i i would be okay like if there was like a hot rod deville or a blues junior or a classic 30 or ac 15 um if it was solid state, um, you know, I would grin and bear it, you know. You're not a big fan of solid state. What about, have you played the Boscatana? I have. Yeah, I would, I would, oh. I would do it. Um, I probably would be happy about it, but I would do it. So are you, so you're a tube snob. I am. Oh man, man. I felt so, I felt so bad. Cause whenever we were at the, uh, house last year, I wanted to profile that living tone so bad. But I had just upgraded to the beta so we could try the spring reverb in it. Uh-huh. And it caused issues with my profiling abilities. I felt I felt embarrassed on behalf of Kemper. Well, that probably wasn't the best, like, uh, environment to do something like that in anyways. I'm like, so, so we're, you're, we're doing the Summer Nam house again this year. And we've got a different, gr- like, kind of a different group. Uh-huh. There's a few of us that, have, that are going back in. But I'm excited about this year. We've got Sean from Gun Street. Uh, Corey is going to be there. You, me, Chris, my wife. I think that's it right now, isn't it? I think that's it? it. Yeah, I think, we need, I think we're going to try to get one more. Yeah. So if you want somewhere to stay and you're not a murderer, hit me up. And you, that last part's kind of important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clifton's like, please don't murder us. <laughs> We, we got away with it one year. Let's, we, we can't have any problems. <laughs> Not again. Yeah. No, but I'm excited about It's going to be a lot of fun at the house because I think last year a bunch of us were all kind of like gung-ho. I think this year it's kind of like being like the old dogs. We're just like, shut up. Go away. We want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I could. That's. <laughs> I forgot who it was. Daniel Shields still has the greatest shut up and go to sleep. It was the nicest way ever. Uh, guys, uh, we're going to go to sleep in here. <laughs> So if you could just turn it down. Yeah, I, I didn't pace myself last year because I, I, I stayed up like that first night so stinking late. And um, 
then the second night, like, I was, like, falling asleep on the couch while everybody was, like, over at the house. Like, we had a whole bunch of guests, and and I was just like, you know what? I'm tired. Oh, I'm yeah. going to lay down. <laughs> you, you fell asleep. We, <laughs> that was great. That was the... the because uh, that's when Albert and Anthony were there. Everyone was over that night. Yeah. I think I think we might have one night like that this year, if that. I think we might just try to have it somewhere else, someone else's house. I'm like, no, no, let's go over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, that, that was a crazy weekend. I mean, it wasn't crazy. It's not like, I mean, we were well-behaved children, <laughs> but it's still summer. Nam's a blur. Every time you just turn around, you're like, what's going I on? I never accomplish everything I set out to do when I go to summer now. Like it's no, listen, this year, Chris has me by myself on Thursday. I don't, I'm, I'm nervous because I don't feel responsible enough. I'm supposed to, I'm going to try to set up meetings with people, yeah. I guess. Well, I'm going to probably, the way it's looking, Clif- like we can work together, Clifton. I'll cameraman for you. And then you cameraman for that's, me. That's we'll perfect. Actually. Tag team um, yeah. We need to make that happen. I don't think I'm going to be there till like midday. That's if it, uh, we get going because um, it looks like what's going to happen is uh, my wife is driving up with her mom and the kids and everything, and they're going to go do some things, like going to do some other things, and they're dropping me off at NAM, so I'm going to like have suitcase in hand and everything. <laughs> Just going to drop you off at the front door yeah. and be like, all right, we'll see you in a few days. <laughs> exactly. And so... Um, I don't know. See, every guy like kind of dreams of that, but then when it happens, we're all just like, uh, what do I do now? We don't have anyone. That's how I am. Like I'm all the time. I'm like, I'm going to go without my wife. I'm going to do this. And the whole time I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I don't have anyone telling me (laughs) how to behave and where to go. I'm, I'm the worst. I hate, I'm such an introvert when it comes to like big crowds. Um, that I, I have to push myself and my wife is like my security blanket mm-hmm. so she gets really she gets so mad because i take her with me everywhere i'm like i'm going to guitar center let's go and she's like i'm not going to guitar center i'm like yeah you are let's go and she's because then i'm or i'm like i wonder how much that guitar is jess go ask him how much that guitar is right there <laughs> she's like you go ask i'm like i don't want to talk to strangers yeah which is i'm in the worst job for it i'm in food service like that's I think I get I think I get my fill of talking to strangers all day. Well, if you um it it may be surprising, but I am I'm on a Meyer Briggs. I'm INFP. If you have never done a Meyer Briggs, you need to do one because it like reads your mail. And um so I, I'm like I'm introverted, so the I is like introverted, the first letter. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, Well, you know, I didn't think you were introverted and I was like, Well, I can do it for so long. And then, like, I could oh, I yeah. could go straight hermit mode um, if I have to to kind of deprocess and get it, you know, get get right again. So, Jess and I, so Jess and I went after we went yard sailing this past weekend. We went to uh, the movies, which is a cinnabar, which is really cool because you get recliners mm-hmm. and if you like to drink, they have beer and stuff like that, and so. I, I had a, a beer and I'm watching Rocket Man, which was a fantastic movie, by the way. Um, and I'm watching that and we start walking around and she's like, where do you want to eat? And I was like, well, we're at the mall. Let's do food court. I went, there's a bunch of people. I turned around. I said, nope, we got to go. <laughs> I was like, I'm done. I sat there. I saw all these people. I was like, uh, no, 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 not happening. 
Yeah. So. Yeah, I can only do people for so long, and uh, I think like but, two days at Nam, and then I'm like, uh, okay, bye everybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm done with, I, see, I'm I'm kind of when I get to summer Nam, I think I'm really good about I, kind of pace myself while I'm in there. Mm-hmm. I go in and out of the floor quite a bit. I get away from people and then I go in and I get, you know, and so I, I pace myself pretty well, but I like to do every day just because I, there's a lot of people there that I really have built cool friendships with. And I just love being around that. I just, I endure it because it's so cool to see him. Like, I can't wait to see, uh, Grant and Karen from big ear. Those are two of my favorites that I get to see every yeah. year. Um, I'm going to see Cody from Westminster effects. I've got like the whole list. I'm gonna, we're going to see uh, Ryan from uh, yellow cake petals. I'm just excited to see all of them. Yeah. I think, I think my pregame and um, I'm going to try to like reestablish con uh, contact with some of the people that I met for the first time at winter now. Yeah. And um, this kind of follow up, but uh, I really don't, I guess. Oh, do uh, I well Thursday's great because it's swag day. That's when everyone's got all their f- swag yeah. out. I'm dude. I'm that's like my thing though. Every year, you be like, I'm swagging, I'm swagging, I'm swagging on you, right? Yeah, that's it, dude. I, and the whole time, I'm just like, I'm like, I need to get my wardrobe for the next year. <laughs> and I'm a big guy. I'm like a three X. So I've like got to hit all the ones I want early. I'm like three X. All right, here, right here. All right, we'll do an interview tomorrow. My people talk to your people. And then I realize I am my people, and I'm like, well, I guess we got to talk now. Yeah, so. yeah. So I don't I, – I, my expectations this year, like, I'm just kind of – I don't know. I just kind of want to go hang out. Like, Wait, is Berniker going to be there this year? I don't know. He was at winter now. All yeah. right. I don't know if I can handle Berniker for another year. Uh, come on. He was uh, – it was like he had matured, like – or grown up. Oh, no. I'm, no, no. I don't mean it in a yeah. bad way. He is just so energetic. Yeah. He really is. Uh, last summer, Nam, because it was his first Nam, yeah. I think. He he was just like all over the place, and we. I think everyone does it their first year. I remember my first yeah, year. Yeah. I I only went on like uh, public day, and then I was just the next year. My first day, I, I was just all over the place. In the second two days, I'm just like, Lord, take me. Your servant is willing. No, he was he was so much like taking it well, like when I saw him in January, like like he was he was uh. It's like okay, yeah, he's got Nam out of his system, and it's yeah. I, I anytime someone tells me it's their first Nam, I just like pull him up real close, and I'm like, don't spoil it on your first day. <laughs> just, just, just pace yourself. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Lots of water, stretching, stretching. <laughs> and then I realize I'm just getting older, and I'm having to coach myself. <laughs> Back like, when I went to like, Nam the first time in 2011, or yeah. <laughs> I'm like, if your knees start hurting, just take the Tylenol. It's yeah. not a sign of weakness. <laughs> That's like one year I'm sitting here. I'm just like, I'm like, does anyone want to get a beer? You want to get a beer? You want to get a beer? Next this year I'm going to be like, you want to get Tylenol? Anyone? We can go in on a bottle of Tylenol. It'll be great. Yeah. This is the good stuff. This is 500 milligrams. <laughs> this is- it's like taking three yeah <laughs> that's that's it make sure you don't take it on an empty stomach it'll tear you up you'll regret it later we're getting hot chicken <laughs> all right <laughs> uh all right so um once again check out the clifton Worley show he's got a really fun podcast uh does a lot of cool interviews you've had a lot of awesome people on your show as well well thanks yeah um i've trying to mix it up and uh, you know i kind of been doing a little bit different groove in the last 
since last NAM. I kind of dialing back a little bit, kind of figure out how the show is going to be, but um, kind of went to every other week kind of format. We, I think we were talking about that at last summer NAM. I think at that point, because that was we had only been going for. I don't know, 10, 12 episodes at the time. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. like we were still pretty young and uh, you had just started reevaluating your format. And we all, we had actually all had a really cool talk and we were talking about what worked. And I think uh, that was one of the big pushes. We were all like Clifton, you got to do this. Like, this is awesome about your show. And you gave us a lot of good feedback. And that's something I'm looking forward to to summer name too. There's going to be um, quite a few podcasts represented there. And I think, uh, you know, we're not in competition with each other and, you know, for the most part, because 60 Cycle Hum already has everybody listening. Um, so <laughs> 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 but it's really cool to sit down and we all, you know, kind of talk and and how are you doing this? And and, you know, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I can hook you up with this guy. You can talk with this. And and so that's going to be a lot of fun as well. Um, but I want thanks for coming on the show again. Yeah, uh, well, covering my well, butt so well, thank you for letting me let me be on uh, it's a show it's been fun to uh not have to be in charge i know i you know what the best thing about this show is it kind of runs itself <laughs> and we just keep talking until one of us goes all right that's it guys <laughs> <laughs> so um but thanks for joining us everybody uh check out our facebook group facebook.com slash groups that's the effect loop leave us a review on itunes follow us on instagram uh that's at the effects loop you can also join our patreon give us money we will not be upset with you at all i promise and then you can also connect with us on linkedin cool i don't know cool. <laughs> i wonder if we do have a linkedin because i think scott added that as a joke and i just will never delete it <laughs> well uh fun I'm fact isaiah uh works for linkedin i believe so isaiah Dominguez. oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just like slightly, I was like going through all the Isaiah's on Facebook. I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe that's not it. All right. So uh, once again, thanks for checking us out, guys. Check out the Clifton Worley show. We will see you guys next week. Uh, later.